Good evening, friends, and welcome back to History Obscura. It's Wednesday evening, and I have another bonus episode for you. If you want more bonus episodes every week, let me know. Once upon a time, after a shift spent digging trenches and placing barbed wire near the front lines in Vimy, France, 1917, soldier Will R. Bird needed sleep. It was past midnight when he and two other soldiers called it a night, in a bivouac dug into an embankment. A ground sheet was fastened in place to keep the soldiers warm. Hours later, the sheet broke free and touched the face of the soldier from Nova Scotia, rousing him. A warm hand grabbed one of Bird's hands, and then the other one. I had a look at my visitor, Bird wrote in his 1968 book, Ghosts Have Warm Hands. In an instant, I was out of the bivy, so surprised I could not speak. I was face to face with my brother, Steve, who had been killed in 15. Steve told Will to gather his equipment and follow him. They walked through trenches and past makeshift shelters inhabited by men from Will's platoon, but when the gear on his shoulder fell off, he became separated from his brother, who had entered a passageway. By the time Will made it to the passageway, he had two options, going left or right. He went right, and his brother was nowhere to be found. Will came back and went left, but was again unsuccessful. Tired, excited, and sweating, Will dozed off as he leaned up against a wall that early morning. Soon after, Will was awoken by a soldier shaking him, asking why he was there. They're digging around that bivy you were in, the soldier said. All they found is Jim's helmet and one of Bob's legs. A German shell had landed a direct hit on where Will R. Bird was supposed to have spent the night. He told his miraculous tale of survival to the other members of the platoon. About half the guys seemed to think, sure, this could happen. We're living in a site of mass murder. The other soldiers think he's pulling their leg or it's nonsense, and he writes quite revealingly after a few days in the continuous death and destruction. Most people forgot about it, but he remembered. He remembered his brother Steve. He remembered the warm hand. It wasn't the first time Bird came face to face with the ghost of his dead brother. He first tried to enlist in August of 1914 when he was 23, but he was turned down because he had bad teeth, which were broken while playing hockey. He was rejected on a second occasion because his brother had requested that he not serve. He also tried signing up with a battalion while working in Western Canada, but was also turned down. While working on a farm in Saskatchewan in 1915, Bird saw a vision of his brother in his uniform and then soon after received a telegram finding out he was dead. These ghostly encounters were foreshadowed by something Steve Bird once told his brother. In Will R. Bird's 1930 book, And We Go On, he wrote that his brother said if he didn't come back from war, maybe I'll find a way to come sometime and whisper in your ear. 
Upon receiving word his brother was dead, Byrd returned home to Amherst, Nova Scotia, and enlisted on April 6, 1916, at the age of 24. Byrd began his service as a sniper, but later became a patrolman. He saw action with the 193rd Battalion and then the 42nd Battalion, known as the Black Watch. Byrd's book, And We Go On, seems to suggest he wasn't comfortable with being a sniper. After killing three Germans in quick succession one day, Byrd had open shots to kill two more and was encouraged to do so by his sniper mate. A queer sensation had made me draw back, Byrd wrote. I handed him the rifle. Go ahead yourself if you want, I said. I've had enough of this bloody game. In explaining his actions, Byrd told a sergeant he had his fill of such butcher work. Byrd served in campaigns in France, Armin, Cabray, and Arras, as well as Passchendaele in Belgium, the notorious muddy 1917 battle that saw 4,000 Canadian soldiers killed and 12,000 more wounded. He received a medal for bravery on the final day of the war, November 11, 1918, for service in Mons, Belgium. He was in command of a section during an attack on Mons. When the advance was held up by two enemy machine gun posts, he moved forward and brought in some heavy rifle grenade fire and forced them to withdraw. After the war, Bird ran a general store worked at a post office, and then began a career working for the Nova Scotia government. Along the way, he became a prolific author, writing both fiction and nonfiction books, as well as short stories. Soldiers who wrote about the First World War tended to either provide a romantic description of it, or quite the opposite. War for birds seemed to meet in the middle of those two poles, he recognized the realism in terms of the risks and dangers of the war. What he was more interested in trying to capture is the psychology of the soldier, the experience of the soldier, not just in terms of being brave or heroic, but also in terms of their fears, their concerns, their struggles. Byrd was not the only soldier during that war or subsequent wars to experience the paranormal. Other stories involve spectral beings, crisis apparitions, and soldiers who heard voices guiding them along, much like third man syndrome, or seeing their mothers beckoning them out of danger's way. Soldiers carry talismans and lucky charms to ward off death and destruction. While Bird later learned that senior officers chalked up his tale of his brother saving his life to him drinking too much rum, Bird disagreed. For starters, he said he never took rum rations. His warm hands had pulled me from the bivy, he wrote in Ghosts Have Warm Hands. His voice had been perfectly natural. He had the old half-grin I knew so well. He had saved my life. Bird died in 1984. He was 92.
Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this little extra bonus this week. Please remember that the primary source of income for this show is advertisements, so if you'd like to get your episodes completely ad-free, just sign up on patreon.com forward slash history obscura, and you can get every week's episode completely ad-free. Good night. Thank you.